Audible presents Science News, the weekly audio news magazine of science for October 16, 2010. Here is some of what's making news headlines in the world of science this week. Implants could help heroin addicts kick the habit. Also, how being deaf can enhance sight. There's news that hearing specialized brain regions adapt to visual input. There's also research out this week that suggests that the time of day can affect the impact that calories have. We hear about it in a story called Mice Robbed of Darkness Fatten Up. The first feature story is called Cosmic Dioramas. Metamaterials may offer windows into other worlds. The second feature is called Massive Count A Drop in the Bucket. Decade-long census of marine life leaves plenty to discover. We begin with our top news story this week. It's called Implants Help Heroin Addicts Kick the Habit. Installing slow-release drug under the skin enables some abusers to get through withdrawal. Reported by Nathan Seppa. People addicted to heroin or prescription opiates might have a hands-free device for getting through the rigors of drug withdrawal. The medication buprenorphine, implanted under the skin and released over 24 weeks, can ease drug cravings and help some patients stay clean, researchers report in the October 13th Journal of the American Medical Association. Buprenorphine is a semi-synthetic opioid compound prescribed for pain relief and for addiction withdrawal. Buprenorphine works something like methadone, a synthetic opioid developed in the 1930s. Both drugs are prescribed for withdrawal from addiction to heroin or prescription pain relievers such as oxycodone, Dilaudid, Codeine, and Vicodin. But brupinorphine in tablet form can be misused by patients who crush the pills, liquefy them, and inject them for a stronger effect. To get around such abuse and to ensure that a person is getting a standardized dose of the drug, researchers devised the implants, polymer compounds composed of ethylene vinyl acetate and buprenorphine that slowly released the drug into the body over 24 weeks. They recruited 163 adults diagnosed with opioid dependence and randomly assigned 108 to get the implants and 55 to receive placebo implants. The study's subjects included users of heroin or prescription opioids. All participants received drug counseling during the trial and submitted regular urine samples. People in either group could request additional doses of buprenorphine as the under-the-tongue tablets if they felt their treatment was insufficient to control cravings. Nearly 60% of those assigned to buprenorphine requested the extra tablets during the first 16 weeks, as did more than 90% of those who had placebo implants. Even so, 37% of urine samples from people with buprenorphine implants tested clean for illicit opioids during the trial, compared with only 22% of those with placebo implants. About two-thirds of people with a buprenorphine implant completed the study, compared with less than one-third of those who had a placebo implant. In the addiction field, there's a pretty close relationship between sticking around in treatment, what we call retention, and how well you're doing, says study co-author Walter Ling, a psychiatrist at the UCLA School of Medicine. Drug dependence is a chronic relapsing condition, with recovery taking a long time for most people, says Linda Gowing, 
an addiction researcher at the University of Adelaide in Australia. Motivation to quit is countered by the craving, and there's often stigma associated with attending addiction clinics, she says. Providing take-home doses of medication is problematic because it allows drugs such as buprenorphine to be used inappropriately or sold on the black market. The use of implants provides a degree of flexibility for clients, while also maintaining medication with minimal risk of misuse, she says. In the new study, Ling and his colleagues excluded people with chronic diseases or psychiatric conditions. While that limited some factors that might muddy the results, it also left the trial with the best patients, in a sense, said Douglas Bruce, a physician at Yale University School of Medicine. By screening out people whose addictions are complicated by mental illness, AIDS, or hepatitis, he says, that means it's not necessarily...